0: Hi, hey, and hello. This is the Jim Stroud Podcast. Listen to this quote from ERE.net. Yesterday, Indeed.com announced plans to cut about 2,200 workers, roughly 15% of the company's workforce. A memo from Indeed CEO Chris Hyman, who himself will take a 25% pay cut, explained that the layoffs are occurring based on the organization anticipating that the job market will cool in the coming future. As a result, Hyman suspects that job listings, how the company mainly makes money, will similarly shrink. Leading a company whose mission is to help people get jobs, every single day I think about how important a job is in a person's life, Hyman wrote. Yet he also added that, quote, Our organization is simply too big for what lies ahead, end quote. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Indeed's actions are indicative of what is happening with a lot of companies in the USA, especially the tech sector. And one sure casualty of mass layoffs is the need for recruiters. While there is no comprehensive data on the exact number of recruiter layoffs in the tech industry, an analysis by interviewing.io, a platform for engineers to practice technical interviews, suggests that companies that have made job cuts have, on average, reduced their recruiting staff by about 50% as opposed to, uh, I don't know, for example, 10% of software engineers and 12% of product and design staff. I think, um, I think that's a mistake. I really do. Instead of laying off recruiters in mass, companies should be leveraging them for a strategic business advantage. What do I mean by that? Well, find out after this.
1: What would you say you do here?
0: I generate demand for HR tech companies with awesome content. This includes, but is not limited to, videos, podcasts, webinars, and articles. I produce the content, share the content with over 50,000 of my social media followers, and then I track the amount of traffic and prospects driven to your website. Any questions? If so, email me and let's talk. My email address is easy to remember. It's jimstroud at jimstroud.com. That's J-I-M-S-T-R-O-U-D at jimstroud.com. Operators are standing by we are living in interesting times and if you want to know just how interesting these times are (laughs) at least from an economic perspective check out the website recessionalert.com that's recessionalert.com on that website i learned that a popular search trend on google last year was the word recession other search trends that raised eyebrows uh my eyebrows (laughs) were an increase in google searches on words like foreclosures Bankruptcies, refinancing, housing market, debt relief, and bear markets. And when you have search trends like that, it's very likely that companies (laughs) are the ones doing the search. (laughs) Not exclusively, of course, but quite a few of them. And they're beginning to brace for the worst case scenarios. And they are worrying about the possibilities of how they will be affected or rather how their companies will be affected in the short term and the long term. I think in the short term, I think the knee-jerk reaction of companies in the short term is to cut staff and to keep positions, uh, open positions vacant in order to save payroll dollars. However, in doing that, I think that they are neglecting several unintended consequences that will likely happen in the long term. And I think... Um, I think a lot of companies aren't thinking about the long term. Let, let Let me tell you what I mean. As I see it, there are several unintended consequences of massive layoffs, for example, Um, understaffed departments and frozen budgets mean that the remaining employees will have to do more work with less resources. This could result in a reduction of work quality which sends a message to your customers that your firm is less than reliable, thus damaging your brand. And if your brand is sufficiently damaged in this way, how long before sales to new customers are affected? Another point. When companies freeze hiring across the board, across the board, they are likely hampering divisions that are doing well. As such, an overall freeze threatens a company's competitive position long term. Now, in, in addition to the impact on revenue and costs, another concern, a <laughs> big concern, is retention. When workers are expected to do more with less, and under the condition of limited opportunities for growth. The allure of greener pastures becomes a siren song and they start looking. (laughs) Whether you know it or not. Um, Another point, mass layoffs also have the effect of discouraging managers from cutting employees who are low performers, ironically enough. Now, why? Well, they still need someone there to do the work and they can't hire a replacement because there's a hiring freeze in place. So, they just sort of grin and bear it until conditions change on the ground. So, there's that. And uh, one more example, one more example. Um, another overlooked consequence of mass layoffs is the increased aversion of risk. Now, this is a re- very real thing. Employees are less likely to be creative and take chances in an atmosphere where they feel their job might be in jeopardy. Staying under the radar and weathering the storm would likely be the mentality. of of those workers remaining. As a result, a reduction in innovation is very probable as well. Now those are just a few unintended consequences of mass layoffs in general. What happens when you lay off recruiters, especially during a recession? And I say recession because I think we are in one, whether it's official or not. Well, um, top of mind, you miss out on a golden opportunity to acquire talent you would not normally have access to. Um, During a recession, there is more top talent available than usual, why? Well, they are nervous that their position may be in jeopardy. So they quietly begin exploring new opportunities in case company layoffs affect them personally. Another point, uh, during a recession, top talent can be hired sometimes, sometimes, sometimes for a lower salary. Because if the choice is a lower salary versus no salary, (laughs) odds are that the lower salary option will win out. This may be one of a few chances to hire true A players who normally might not give your company a thought prior to. And one more point. When the the recession is over, the war for talent will commence with new fervor. Your talent rivals will start seeking out the best workers and maybe your A players will leave you. However, if that happens... There is a chance your company will be in a better competitive position in the future because of the A players you hired during the recession. But hey, hey, I get it. I get it. There are times when layoffs cannot be avoided and you have to cut your recruiting team as a result. If that's your thinking, let me give you something else to consider. Actually, let me give you four things to think about. If you have initiated a hiring freeze, do the following before laying off your recruiters, please, please, pretty please. <laughs> Four suggestions. 1. Have your recruiters re-engage contacts in your ATS and nurture relationships with them. This is crucial crucial when recruiting tech talent. This article comes to mind uh, from 2019. Aaron Decker, who's the co-founder and head of engineering at Bounty, he wrote an article with the provocative title, Why Don't Software Developers Respond to Recruiters? And in that article, he pointed out two amazing data points. One, he said that the majority of software developers surveyed responded to to recruiters two to 10% of the time. Uh, When those same developers were asked what percentage of jobs had they gotten using recruiters, 60%, (laughs) 60% said they never, found a job using a recruiter. They either applied directly to jobs or they were referred in. So, uh, why do I share that little rant? (laughs) Um, I share that little rant because uh, people who have applied for work at your company have an interest in working with you, at least they did at one point. So it's likely that they may engage with you again for opportunities present and future, and if not, maybe they can refer someone your way. Now is the time to nurture and build on existing relationships, and your ATS is full of them. Um, Another suggestion, another suggestion. Have your recruiters assist customer success. Two things that recruiters, and sourcers for that matter, (laughs) are really good at is research. So why not have your recruiters research customer sentiment by finding commentary about your company online. And interviewing your customers about the products and services you provide. You could use the data to write up case studies or to improve your products and services and to ingratiate you to your customers, to ingratiate your company (laughs) to its customers, which is a long-term benefit for your company. A third suggestion is to include your recruiters in some sort of employer brand campaign. I mean, think about it. Who better to convey your message that your company is a great place to work than the people who engage with passive and active candidates. So, there's that. And then number four, uh, leverage your recruiters for SEO benefit. Uh, Now, you may want to team up with the marketing department for this one, uh, along with the employer brand (laughs) campaign, but definitely for this. So, um, uh, what keywords and phrases would your company like to rank for, right? What would bring the most online traffic your way? Your recruiters could research a list of topics that you and the marketing department get together and they research those topics and interview experts in that field and then they post that information on your website, on the blog. Now you are positioning your company as a thought leader and obtaining over time an SEO advantage over your competitors. Was that four or was that five things to think about? Let me, let me think. Uh, let me see, yeah. One uh, was have your recruiters re-engage contacts in your ATS and nurture relationships with them. Uh, my second suggestion was have your recruiters assist customer success. The third one was include your recruiters in an employer brand campaign. You want to team up with the marketing department for that for sure. And the fourth one was leverage your recruiters for SEO benefit. Again, teaming up with the marketing department on that. Yep, that's four things, but it should be five things because I have another idea. Um, And I think I will share that idea on my blog, jimstroud.com. That's J-I-M-S-T-R-O-U-D.com. And while you are there looking at my fifth idea of what to do with recruiters uh, before you lay them off or instead of laying them off, Uh, Be sure to subscribe to my blog so you can keep up with um, my comic strip, my newsletter, my articles, my videos, my podcast, and whatever else (laughs) I get into. Okay, cool? Cool. Well, my time is up. I thank you for yours. I'll see you again real soon right here with a brand new episode of the Jim Stroud podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to reach out to me. I can be reached by email at jimstroud at jimstroud.com. And one last favor, if I may ask, please rate this podcast. Uh, Five stars is preferred, (laughs) but uh, please uh, comment uh, with your honest opinion. I really appreciate that. All right? Okay, until next time, bye-bye.
1: Ever heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of stoicism with a lowercase s and not stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a -a three-times-a-week podcast teaching Stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested